Let me gather myself. <laughs> well, good evening everyone. If you're new, uh, the topic, the touchstone is a non-duality non idea and that is basically there's an assumption and in this case it's based on fact that uh, you are what you're looking for yeah not with any thousands of requirements needed to be met but right now at this moment you are what you're looking for that's the assumption of it so then basically that, that assumption doesn't get reinforced, it's just stated, and then the attention turns to the negation of duality, yeah, so it's non-duality, so it's not, the non-duality is a negation of something, it's not, there's no thing called non-duality, but how we feel life is, is based on a false premise, yeah, so duality and dualism is the sense of subject-objectness and in our case the experience and where we believe we're looking from is a hybrid of subject-object really so sometimes you're the thought about would mean you'd be seen as an object and sometimes you're the thinker so then you're seen as the subject yeah so it keeps fluctuating all day and the sense of singularity is just based on the body identification. Yeah, so you have a story, even though the body looks completely different than the body of maybe five years ago or 30 years ago, we just forget all that and we just assume we've been this long lasting, independent, separate entity. <laughs> it's a pretty flimsy story, really, if you look at it. So, but, uh, so. It's just a negation. It's not a denial. A denial would come out of the mental state trying to deny the mental state. That doesn't go anywhere. But it's a negation of the assumption of the mental state. And uh, if that sort of lands and something starts clicking, you'll get a sense of what you are by the recognition of what you're not. Yeah, Because you can't see what you are, obviously, because you're the seeing of everything else. Yeah, you can't hear what you are because you are the hearing of everything else. So this is the dilemma because we feel in a weird way, we look at spirituality like, you know, arriving at a store to buy a pair of pants. We think that we can do ourselves and to and get ourselves a pair of pants. And it's true because you're not a pair of pants. So you can get it and you can probably do yourself to the store and get it by paying some money. But you can't apply that to what you are because, and this is the dilemma, the applying that modality to what you are is the blindness to what you are, let's say, yeah? Now, uh, most people wouldn't think so because there's a lot of investment in uh, looking for what you are in certain circles like spirituality. But the looking for what you are as what you're not is the blindness to what you are. Yeah, it's the act of being blind. There's not a real blindness, but there's a seeming blindness. So the Course in Miracles says a nice statement. It says that, you know, uh, firm in faith in being something else, that's something else, being that something else at the head as presented, basically, 
you're in the act of denial of what you are. Now, who the hell would say coming in if we had a door at the Zoom and you had to have a certain, you had to answer a question, and the question was, are you in the act of denial of what you are? No one would probably say that. But firm in faith in what you're not is the act of denial of what you are in this dualistic event. Yeah. So by seeing, hey, I may not be that, you stop being firm in faith in that something else. And then that faith may go somewhere else. And maybe you'll have faith in what you are. And that faith will be reinforced by seeing what you're not. Yeah, you'll see the activities that used to call, imply you, and the assumptions that apply you, and all of these things that we felt we've taken to be solid ground, and we don't look down from it, we look from it at everything else. Well, you start seeing the selfing, I feel, this, I like the term selfing. So you see the mental processes, and you see... Uh, let's say the basic narrative and if you have any respect for certain teachers there's a great old teacher from Chinese Zen called Hoang Po and Hoang Po stated very clearly whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving all right so take that and compare it, compare it with the narrative that we're hearing all day what we're hearing all day is that which can be perceived. This body is what's perceiving. That's the story. Yeah. So he's saying the exact opposite is true. <laughs> so you just apply it. Let the message land and see what happens. You know, certain cards that you thought were essential will be pulled out of the deck. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll start seeing a lot of jokers in there. <laughs> and you'll see that you're the butt of the joke. <laughs> and you're not, which is beautiful. So you can laugh at all the drama and all the longing and all the failing of arriving at what, where you already are, and it sort, sort of becomes a, a comedy pageant in a way. And uh, I mean, I wouldn't call myself a spiritual seeker by any means, because I don't do any seeking. So I don't feel like I have any traces of spiritual seeking in my blood. It's 0 0.00000. And I feel that's incredibly successful. I mean, that's the real success is freed from the need to be liberated is the success. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I thought it was important because I first heard non-duality presented as an aff affirmation. And a lot of describing the indescribable and all the only way I could match that was with another concept yeah all the while unbeknownst there was a placing of a mental idea ahead of what I call me and so every message I heard and being claimed by this mental idea got neutered yeah so I could have sat for 800 years and heard I'm a lion being a lion but being obsessed in the sheep programming, I'm going to hear it as a sheep. It doesn't matter if I'm a lion or not. It's the hearing of it. How am I hearing the message I'm a lion? If I'm hearing the message I'm a lion as a lion, it doesn't take much. You may enjoy hearing the message you're a lion, but you're a lion. It becomes obvious. But if you hear the message through the sheep programming, it turns into I can become like a lion. That's not the message, yeah.
The message is you're a lion. And there's no need because it would take some time, probably a lot of time, to transform the sheep into a lion. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you know, the essence of what I am or what we all are, I feel, is not of time. Yeah, so there's no, there's no tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock in the, in the arriving of where you already are. It just none of that doesn't seem to hold. So I feel it's most important to question the sheep programming and maybe get an understanding of how the mental state works and hopefully see it as mechanical, like you, you haven't been doing it. You're not doing it. You're not doing the selfing. There's selfing that implies there's a one, yeah? And then when it, the implying of the one works, your narrative is I'm doing the selfing. <laughs> so, so you just see it. You have an understanding of what you're not. You don't need a, a huge amount of understanding, just enough to trigger a questioning of which wasn't questioned before, yeah? Uh, really putting a foot down and seeing if this floor of assumption is really solid. And if it isn't, there's going to be revelations, yeah? Not to you, but about you, yeah? <laughs> and you're going to get a sense it's not you. And what happens? There's, a loser, there's like a migration of interest and attention from this mental preoccupation. And uh, you'll find out where they go, yeah? You'll find out where the birds of interest and attention go when they're relieved of the bondage of self. You'll see. It'll probably be your daily case of being enriched by the interest and attention, not enslaved by the interest and attention. Yeah. So, thanks. Um, before I ask if people want to raise their hands, Izzy, is that you on iPhone? Checking with you by chat. Um, Let them all in. <laughs> well, they've been in, but I have to boot them if they don't respond. And also, Chris, uh, I asked you by chat if we had met before. Chris S. Okay, well, I'm going to be monitoring them. So, um, I think I know Chris from. Uh, East Coast, and now he's living in Seattle or Portland, maybe. Chris S? I think so. I could be wrong, but. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, does anybody want to raise their hands? Let's cherish this moment. No hands raised. Oh, and Eric, I'm going to rename you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're driving again. No, we're going to do a little exercise together, okay? Uh, Santa raised her hand. Would you like to sound with us? Can I speak with us? There she is. Okay. I'm going to give you the... Thus spoke Santa.
the, the nicest way to put a question is silently. That's Hello. great. Hello. Yeah. There go. yeah. Now? Yep. Is it now? Can you hear me yes. now? Yes. Yeah, we can okay, hear you. Great. Good. Uh, Paul, I was always wondering who is hearing the message? You told the lion is hearing the message. And by me, always comes when I hear that the feeling or connected with the thought need the lion to hear the message is uh, is the lion not always the lion yes but the message is you're not a sheep yes yes but is the lion not always aware of it so who is hearing the message uh, well seemingly not in time is it and seemingly in time, it can it can appear that it has forgotten. Yes. Yeah, but uh, who is in the time cannot be the lion. Exactly, but tell that to the lion. <laughs> I'm asking you. <laughs> we use the lion and the sheep just to get something across. There's not really a lion. Yeah. Yes. Which is, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So basically, uh, it's sort of like Hoang Po would say, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. So when we're, we're sending the message, so how could the Buddha ever seek the Buddha? Yeah, you would think that the Buddha would know completely that it's a Buddha, but the Buddha can fool himself or itself, yeah, in the dreaming. So now the Buddha takes itself to be a Paul, and Paul without knowing it is using Buddha to seek the Buddha. And that's why I feel Hoang Po sent out that message. Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Yes, something is hearing that. Something um, receives it, the message. And I have no idea what's that. This is what I want to say. Well, yeah, exactly. But we're using like in a place of, uh, you know, cutouts. We're using cutouts to show something, yes. But obviously you're not a lion. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're just, yes, I'm not the lion, no. No, we're yeah, in a... It's a just, yeah. Yeah, we're using it as a imagery, yeah. Hopefully yes, with yes. something else that gets triggered... Not that you go, I'm a lion, but you go, you just realize you're not the sheep, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a mystery. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, far out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, far yeah, out. Yeah. 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 There's not much demanded. You just have to start seeing what you're not, because if you don't, you'll be looking for what you are. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. and if you are that which you're looking for, that's the blindness to it, yeah. Yes, yes, I want just to share next uh, thing. Um, years ago, when I was in Germany and uh, uh, on meeting with the Tony Parsons, who came regularly to Germany, when I heard uh, just few, one sentence on the beginning, this is it, something shifted inside and there was no more questions there was nothing there actually 
<laughs> yeah. And uh, and uh, another times I hear the message. I hear the message, and and uh, this shift does not happen. Um, I want to say this with the Tony Parsons did not last permanently. Did not. Uh, I something came back into the contraction after a while. And that contraction, I can see it, and I saw it as a, um, in the normal life, like permanent contraction in the background, like the undercurrent water. And, um, and now and then it's happening. What is happening now with you is like the feels like more profound. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> awakening uh, that something cannot go more to sleep as before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what happens. So, yeah, that's what I want to share and to thank you. Thank you, honey. Yeah. Sometimes a shift doesn't stay a shift it shifts and then that becomes the new norm yeah yeah so yeah yeah it's almost as if uh everything just gets lifted up everything is looking like it did but so there's a whole vague feeling of something like a lightness yeah 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 yeah, Thanks, honey. Know. I'm always happy to see you. Same You're out deep Indian uh, sadhu. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, last time when we talked about Perupaksha uh, cave, this is a cave where Ramana Maharishi spent seven years meditating. So I went there and it was, uh, and it's still serious here, lockdown, but it was in that time also lockdown. And it was closed, uh, or ashram was closed, caves were closed. So I sat there in front, it does not matter, it was closed, I sat in front of the steps of that cave, in front of the gate. And after a while, maybe 15 minutes later, someone came, the watchman, and let me in. Mm. And it was incredible, you know, so I thought, I, it's like, you know, uh, you know, uh, you gave me impulse to go there, and that thing, things happen. <laughs> oh, awesome! Yeah, that was a that was like a nuclear reactor in there. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah that was good. <laughs> you didn't need to sit there long. No. Yeah, I was yeah. happy. I was happy to go where he, you know, that you could check out the room where he sort of left from. Yeah. Yeah, I have, you know, I love the feeling of honor or deep respect. It's great. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's great, it's something, yeah, out of the world. <laughs> okay, thank you again. Yeah, thank you, honey. Yep. Thank you, Sandra. Uh, by chat, we've got um, Monica and then Gary by raised hand. Go ahead, Monica. Hi there. Yeah. Hi, Paul. I just wanted to say um, 
thank you because watching your videos i've gotten a lot out of them um i did experience i've i've experienced a shift long before i i heard of you i'm sorry but um and it didn't stick around and i know you've talked about you know well people say well how do you make the shift stick and it didn't happen for me and it was listening to you that I realized that, yeah, I, I have been traveling much, much lighter throughout my life now. I didn't recognize it at the time. And I've noticed um, there'll be times where I'm just, I'm, I'm at work or I'm doing housework or something. And the, um, the blah, blah, blah in your head, that, that constant talk just shuts off and the like you said the action figure just sort of fades away and there's this massive awareness that comes out and it's um it's it's interesting because there there is nothing that that sticks around but this thing sort of shifts in and out for me which is really nice and i've also i've also found and i'm not too sure maybe something that you said um, something that also helps me is when there's, um, I'll, you know, there, there's a lot of, of noise in my head and I'll stop and I'll say, okay, what was I, what was I thinking five minutes ago? Or what was I thinking half an hour ago? I can never remember. And the funny thing is that I've been, I've been meaning to join these, this, uh, in, in your, in your chat for a while and every time it's like, uh, it, it's, it's almost like it's, it's not, no offense to you, but it's, it's not hugely important. And it just, again, it just sort of fades in the background. And yeah. it's, um, it's such a wonderful um, lightness, you know, nothing is hugely serious anymore because it just doesn't stick around. Even, even epiphanies that I've had, you know, I'll think, oh my God, this is so fantastic five minutes later 10 minutes like it's gone i have no idea where it goes but it's just it's gone yeah so yeah so i just i just wanted to say thank you because that was um you helped me with 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 that uh you know traveling realizing that i have been traveling lighter and i i honestly didn't know it yeah yeah because we we tend to you know you know, aim at the stars, but it's the shoes we're wearing that have a bigger role to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and that I like that uh, description. Things like the Etch-A-Sketch just, you know, gets shook and then all those severely drawn lines just disappear and then new ones arise. But see, there is that one constant, which is us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, so all that all that going and coming and going lends itself to the intimacy of what we are. You learn about what we are by recognizing what we're not. You know, you see things coming and going, but you don't come and go. Yeah, mm -hmm. all this stuff. That's how there's a, in duality. That's how there's a triggering of an intimacy that you get to sense what you are you can't see it hear it feel it taste it touch it but you sense it 
by really recognizing it's uh, what it's not. You know, it's not something that was born and dies. It's not something that comes and goes. It's not something that goes up and down. It's just yeah. So uh, I really get that. I like that. Uh, I like that little trick. Yeah. Yeah. You notice that pretty much the day has been completely vacant, really. You know, I, uh, <laughs> so I really, you know, if I was going to write what happened, I have no idea, really. Just things went from one to the other, to the other, to the other, to the other. It's like basically every day you have different uh, numbers of dominoes, yeah? So one, you have five dominoes, then there's a lot of pause, and some there's 40 dominoes, but it's the same. One begets the other, gets the other, gets the other, gets the other, yeah? There's no real cause or nothing. It's just all jumbled up. Yeah, it's nice. And it's forgettable, really. <laughs> That's the great news. <laughs> that which we are isn't. But mostly what's going on is forgettable, really. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Monica. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Monica, nice to meet you. Yes. And back from vacation, Gary. Yeah, thanks for letting me in, Mike, even though I've been gone for a couple of weeks. I appreciate that. <laughs> we had someone else take your uh, your Zoom box. Somebody else took my box in the corner. Yeah, you we mean? have another Gary C. Oh, sure. Sorry. Oh well. Well, okay. <laughs> bye. It's been great. <laughs> I, uh, I, only there's only none Gary C. There's only <laughs> one Gary C. That's just the right number. Just the right number. So I just uh, can appreciate. Uh, something that you helped me with, the message helped me with, is that, like, uh, I sit down and meditate often, you know, my wife and I like to sit quiet, but in my past, I've always worked at meditation, like, I've got to get quiet, I've got to, I've got to be still, I've got to be more, more, something, and, um, since hearing your message, the bottom kind of dropped out of that, of that effort to, to be more, because it, it already is. So who's trying to be more than, I, I'm not sure I can put words to it, but it just took the bottom out of that effort to meditate more, better, harder. There isn't anything that's going to make that different. So it really makes meditation a lot easier. There's there's nothing to do because it's already done. It's already uh, accomplished, if you will. And and I appreciate that because uh, my meditations were hard work. I had to really, and I I've heard you stories about some of your the hard working uh, meditations that Paul did in the past. Though anyway, I. I I'm just appreciating the um, the ease of meditation that is afforded by this message. Oh, great, Gary. Always happy to see you. It reminds me of a story I usually tell. Uh, when I was living in Australia, when I first got there, we knew someone who was quite well off from his family, and he had a huge property. 
and we were renting like a duplex there, you know, most all grass, just all. And every day at 5.30, he wanted to meditate. So he would have like this golf cart and he'd drive around to everyone that was on the property around 5.15, incredibly anxious and shit, saying, you can't make any noise starting at 5.30. So he was totally, totally stressed out in the, in the, in, in, uh, trying to plan the, uh, uh, the quiet time. You see, I saw something very interesting in that because he was stressed out that, so I said, isn't why, you know, why does peace start at 5.30, you know? I'd hope he'd be around most of the time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's great, yeah. Yeah, the, the other story you told that's good about that is you, you said, somebody said, if you can't meditate on a corner in New York City, then it's not meditation. That one stuck with me too. It's like, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And, you know, in a way, well, yeah, yeah. And some people aren't, don't have the ability to sit down, mm. to have to be sort of defined by one word that you're not very good at. I would much rather have a broader highway. And if you like walking around nature or looking at a stream or checking out the leaves on a tree, all that uh, falls in the category of sort of meditation in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like when words start sort of parsing things out, you know, making it this or that. Yeah, we have that in recovery because there's a statement on one of the steps uh, uh, near the end of the process, the 11th step, where it says, you know, uh, sort through, and then they use the word prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with that power, right? So the real intention is to, is to allow that conscious contact to improve. But they get suggested prayer meditation, but they're not the only way for, for that event of improving one's contact with that which is always available can play out, you know? And so the head being such a small little myopic thing will shrink every way you could improve conscious contact to prayer meditation and then one of them's out the window because you're very anxious, so you can't, you can't sit still. So now all you got is prayer. That's insane, eh? <laughs> because it doesn't say that. It says the improving one's conscious contact. How do you do that? Losing interest in the improving of one's conscious contact. <laughs> That's how you improve the conscious contact. <laughs> because you're, you are that conscious contact right now. And seeking to improve it is a de is a denial of that. Yes, so it's tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you when that gets worked out, hey, I stop and chill out a lot of times. I don't mark it on my meditation uh, diary or anything. <laughs> it's just it's appropriate. The wind's blowing a certain way. I can smell the jasmine. The hummingbird appears. I sit. You know, I stop and. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the, all the problems with, the, with suggestions and stuff is how they're heard. Yeah? So there can be a suggestion, and how the mental state can hear it is as a command. 
another thing I have to do. Yeah, but it's not the case. Like when people would see, let's say, a, a saint, and the saint acted sort of strangely, let's say. So the people believed that if they did what the saint did, they would it would lead them to arrive at where the saint is. As if the saint did that shit to arrive somewhere, where actually they're expressions of where he already is. Yeah? And they're unique. They're not meant to turn into a path. They're in a unique expression of that space. Yeah? And this is what happens. The head changes everything around. And then we live in a world where the cart is in front of the horse. Seemingly. It's appearing to us. That's the case. But it isn't the case. That's the great news. You don't have to convince the horse to get in front. It already and it always has been in front. Yeah? Yeah? You just have to realize you're not the cart, in a sense. Yeah? When you're, when you're identified as the cart, even though the horse is in front of you, in the mental realm, your state, you're in front of the horse. Yeah? You're the primary point, which is false. So once that's corrected, you see the horse as where it's always been and always is and always will be. Yeah? And now things get clearer because instead of going backwards, you're going... <laughs> You know, you're on the line. It's sort of, because see, the mental state, as we talk about in selfing, is implying something that's produced after an event, yeah, like seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, doing, yeah? The idea of the you that's the doer of it is produced after that event, yeah? The event is claimed to, um, and then the mental state claim I infers that there's a someone who's doing the doing and now the emphasis goes on the doer yeah the doing becomes subordinate yet it's actually the horse in front of the cart but now the cart is in front of the horse now the doer is the dominant emphasis though the doer comes after the doing yeah this so you don't see you can go into thousands of examples but the pattern is where is the seeing, yeah? You see the pattern of it, yeah? There's a little move where that which comes after, which is the idea of Paul being the doer, the feeler, the thinker, the seer, the hearer, the haver, and pictured as a body or as an object that's doing, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, yeah? That is what comes after is implied to be before yeah so now a doing happens and the doer is implied and now the doer thinks it did all the doing yeah that is this that's the that's that's the phys that's the physics uh equation yes the men in the mental state with this little heist it's that which comes after is presupposed to be before that's the explanation for almost everything yeah that's why let's have the horse in front of the cart let's know that because it's a fact anyway yeah and maybe if i don't take myself to be that which is after i'll be i'll have a very strong sense of that which is before which is us yeah which is what we are yeah mm -hmm. 
because you can't have a very strong sense of the before if you're taking that which comes after as the before. You try to have that sense of the before as the after. This is what not this is the cryptic butt of the joke that non-duality is trying to get us to have a feeling of, yeah? Yes? If that which is after is implied to be before, there's gotta be a seeming ignorance to that which is before, obviously. Or there would be no way that that story of that which is after being before could sustain itself. That's why this is dreaming. It's not real. It can sustain this idea for 70, 80 years maybe, with tons of gaps when it can't pull it off. But what happens is it just pastes over those gaps and just keeps feeding you an interpretation of a life, a life of verbing. Yet the interpretation is based on noun. I mean, you can't be more diametrically opposite, which is duality, than that. So that's what we see. Yeah, we see activities because we're not in activity. Yeah, that's why we can see it. Yeah, we're the seeing. We're that, whatever you want to call it, awareness. I like the word seeing better. Because awareness sounds like a thing. If you were saying awareing, I would like it better. Because I feel everything here is verbing. Yeah, I don't feel there's a noun verbing. I feel there's verbing. And then there's an interpretation of the verbing that emphasizes a noun. Yeah. I'm not in there trying to change that. Because that would be a noun trying to change the fucking interpretation of a noun. I'm just seeing it. Yeah. If you try to change it as the noun, that's more nouning. Yeah. You don't see it. That's why you can't get out of what you're not in. When you try to get out of what you're not in, you're in, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. This is the warning. If you ever hear the warnings that are presented in non-duality, they're not presented in other takes. They're not. They're, it's a very cryptic thing, and you're always seen as the butt of the joke. It's like you hear that there's that great party, and as soon as you arrive there, it sucks. It's, there's, there's an implying of something there. When we show up as that which is after... The before has to seemingly be forgotten. It's absurd to think that this, that which is coming after is going to remember the before. All the attempts of remembering the before is remembering the after. Yeah, that's the fundamental thing that aligns with the statement of, you know, the presupposing a non-existent thing, wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. And if that's the case, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? It's all that same line of logic, yeah? yeah. Almost everything we say here is based from that same line of logic. That's why negation is in a way, the only way, because what happens with affirming the truth as the false just reinforces the false. Yeah? So this is about just seeing what we're not, and that's that. Yeah? See what? See how the cards fall after that. Yeah? Maybe it's not necessary because you are what you're looking for to look for it. 
Truly. Yeah. Maybe that's the essential obscuring agent is looking, using what you're looking for to look for itself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, a 30-day Get Spirit to a Healthy program doesn't have these statements in it. They don't have that logic. They have a logic that accepts the assumption that's false and tries to improve that assumption that's false. And they call some of those improvements spirituality. Yeah? Because actually, it's a better business plan because if it was called something else, you may want to de demand a return. But here, if it's spirituality, it could take lifetimes, yeah? They don't need any customer service. It's all on you why you're failing. You just haven't done enough. Yeah? It's amazing. It's just an incredible system. It's always the self-centeredness just turns on itself. It never sees that the system it's relying on has failed. Or, or the system that it's taking itself to be has failed. Yeah. So it just keeps self, can't get out of self, but it keeps on fucking trying. Yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, could you imagine if I had a furniture store and I didn't, I didn't send the couch and when the person's complained, I could say it could take lifetimes. I'd be out of business like fucking fast. But spiritual business is, it's on you. You're fucking it up, obviously. Look at me. I arrived there. They arrived there. They paid more money than you, so maybe it has to do with the money. I don't know. Mostly the inner circles have cash in most cases, not the poor ones. <laughs> so I don't know. So this is that. It says, you know, your own looking is the problem. What? Yeah, because it's how you're looking. You're looking from what you're not, and therefore you're never going to see what you are, ever. Because you are what's looking. Yeah. That's the fundamental. You walk in. See, I think in, they fooled, they, they screwed with us, that little Zen statement, which is first there is the mountain, then there is no mountain, then there's the mountain again. I think someone forgot the first part, which is first there is no mountain, then there's a mountain, then there's no mountain sometimes when you have experiences, but the mountain always shows up again, but you won't take it to be real if you're looking at it from there is no mountain. If you're looking at it at, from a, being a mountain and then disappearing, it's always going to show back up. That's dualistic, yes? What comes, goes, comes, goes. But the statement is there is no mountain. Then there's a mountain appearing to be. Then I have a great event and now the mountain doesn't. There's no mountain. But then I get sort of bummed out when the mountain shows up again, inevitably. Yeah? How are you going to deal with the third appearance of the mountain? By realizing from the beginning there is no mountain. Yes? Yeah, so. All right, Gary, great to see uh, you. Thanks, Paul. Great message. Thanks, Gary. Welcome back. JP. <clears throat> Hi, Paul. Hi, everyone. Um, I, just wanted, I just wanted to share something. Um, 
you know, it's it's like, um, and it's kind of along the lines of, you know, it's like, I found it, I lost it, I found it, I lost it, and, you know, it's 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 kind of like this last week, you know, I've been telling myself, or I've been identifying with this idea, I've lost it, you know, oh, I'm in a bad place, oh, my, you know, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've lost my connection, you know, right. and and it's really funny because I was talking to a sponsee and he was saying the same thing to me. And um, and what came to me was, well, if you're aware that you lost it, then what do you, you know, who's aware, you know? And, and the funny thing was that I could say that to him, but in that moment, I couldn't see it myself, that I was doing exactly the same thing, you know? And, um, and listening, you know, listening, to you Paul is well actually earlier on today already it was already starting to happen you know I, I could see that I was telling myself that I was lost and I didn't have a connection and I just saw that actually it's like I'm the one that's aware and that 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 hasn't gone anywhere yeah. right and and um, somehow awakening to that has made it a lot lighter to travel and um, you know this thing about the mountain that you just shared it's like what i see is you know it's like when i am who i am it's like i can see the mountain but it's like it's it there is no mountain yes right there is there is a mountain but there is no mountain yeah I, I don't know how else to say it but and and that's what makes it so much lighter to travel you know it's there but it's not there Yes. You know, um, I'm lost, but I'm really not lost. Um, so I, I just wanted to share that because it's just so freeing. You know, it's it's like somehow this week it's it's felt like I was it felt like I was drowning, you know, and, and for a moment I forgot, you know, this is you're not the drowning. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. So let's say, you know. There's, at the same time, in timelessness, let's call it that, there is no mountain. And in time, there's the appearance of the mountain. So at the same time, yes, there is no mountain, and there's an appearance of the mountain. Yeah? Yeah. When you have a sense of living at that point of no mountain, you won't take the mountain so seriously because you're seeing it from there is no mountain. <laughs> Even though there is, you know, and then you do your thing, and after you've traveled a lot, a, a, a lot of mountains, you realize, man, I've been traveling lighter over this mountain range coming from there is no mountain. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm happy. I've been watching you. Yes, you're. There's been a. You've lost interest in self, so you're gaining interest in a lot of other things, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice to see you. Thanks, JP. Anybody else want to raise their hand? I know. Anu. 
Hey, Paul. Um, I flew back to California this morning, so feeling very jet lagged from India, so I'm back home. Um, Where were you? Where were you? Where's your home? I live in California near um, um, near San Jose. But where were you? Where were you? I was in India for a while. Oh, in India! Wow, yeah. that's a long trip. Yeah, feel a little tired, but um, this is um, it's something you have said, or maybe I watched a video from before um, where you said the brain interprets to the body. Yes. And so, your real self will never understand those messages, right? And that was just like so. Um, I, I, because you said that and I was, and I started noticing that filter, um, maybe that's why my thoughts have never made sense to me. Hmm. Oh yeah. Well, that's from the course of miracles. I didn't come up with that, yeah. but it's one of my favorite statements because it explains a whole lot without going into great detail. It just yeah. says the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. Yes. <laughs> All right, yeah. move on. Yeah, so, yeah, um, you know what I mean? I would think that would be a, a, a good pause, you know, if you heard that, yes. So I think yeah. what it, what it um, brought me to was a place of uh, confusion, which has been the loveliest thing that has happened, I think, is that I was like, I'm... I'm like I'm I'm um, I'm accepting uh, confusion that I don't uh, that I that I don't understand this world in many ways and how you know the mind functions and the thoughts that keep coming up they are because they're not mine. So yes. to be in the state of confusion has been uh, such a grace um, that has helped me travel lighter for some reason. I'm able to. I was doing like a self inquiry last week, and. There's it's so clear, like, you know, sometimes something just happens and it's just so vivid is that there was a thought going by. It was just like something as a recurring thought, but there was like a hook dangling from it, like an eye. And all I had to do was just, I could feel myself rising up to, to take ownership. And instead I just let it go by and the mind became like, it was like in a shock. It was quiet for like a whole day, nothing. Mm. So. Yeah. So I think just that whole, um, you know, being in a state of confusion and accepting it and uh, just saying, hey, I don't understand and, you know, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I've been loving these reports. It's great. Yeah. Because you can say it, say stuff all you want, but it's really heard when feelings match, you know, when a sense of it starts taking effect. That's really that's that's very that's what communicates to me when people share yeah i get a sense uh of the lightness they're attempting to describe yeah i like that a lot yeah so great nice to see you anu hopefully you'll get sleep we'll have a short meeting tonight thank you <laughs> you need to get some rest <laughs> I'm getting dark. Should I put a light on? Wait a minute. Hi. Hi. Ah. It's amazing how strong these are. I'm back. The whole iPad fell, but I'm all right. These attacks are attacking my invulnerability. 
<laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, good. I have a weird. All right. Well, next, anyone else? Uh, anybody else want to raise their hand? Or in chat? Put some light on. better nobody great nope uh, oh. oh No one's no one might great. Let's say start saying goodbye then maybe. Yeah. And Mike, by the way, it's not a box. It's not? What is it? A chest? It's a chest. <laughs> a beautiful chest. <laughs> yes, it's about like a sea chest. <laughs> All right. Well let me uh well Mike as always, thank you for everything. Mike does a lot of the running of zenbitchslap.com. Uh, I have absolutely no idea what's going on <laughs> on most levels. <laughs> Whatever. All right, there's Judith and Kerry with, a, with an animal there, a beautiful dog. Nice to see you guys. Why is... Uh, this is not this. This is not the end of the visitations to Hawaii, Jude, Judith. No, it's not. There'll be another I'm wave. Yes, I'm preparing yeah. a place for you, Paul. What? I'm preparing a place for you. I know. Great. I appreciate yes. it. Yeah. Absolutely. I already have a place in your heart, which is the best. Oh yeah. That has the best. That has the best uh, vista. Yes. Oh my I see God. the most from there. And my heart understands what she said completely. And my traveling is lighter. And where for better lack of words, I will never be able to repay you for that because the healing that is taking place in me and the traveling lighter is so beautiful. It's so beautiful because Judith was so heavy and the seeking heavy and the oh the guilt heavy and they're trying to get it and now all that is society because my heart has hurt you and it's kept you in it thank you well that's nice well that's a nice way of ending the meeting thank you so much <laughs> very nice all right thank you judith yeah we have monica thank you monica yeah, I hope you come back and join the crowd. We need people like you. John K, as always, pleasure. Anu, I'm very happy always to see you, Anu. Yeah, yeah. And we got Chad. Chad, it was very, it was nice sharing some food back there. And uh, I, that knife the guy gave me, Mihai, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, he had a um, handmade knife it was incredible whatever yeah 
<laughs> we have Tommy again. Thank you, Tommy, for being here. Linda S. Yes, nice to see you, Linda, as always. Uh, we got Paulette. Paulette, how are you, Paulette? You doing all right? Where are you from, Paulette? I can't hear her. But is it, can I can't hear you, Paulette, but I know, I hope to see you again. Yeah, yeah, good. We got Taj. Nice to see you, Taj. Always like to see your happy face. Yeah. Of course, you have no face, but the happy face that's appearing. <laughs> that's true. Gary C., as always. Yeah, very nice to see you. He used to be, he used to live in a corner, but he's, He's too bright for the corner now. Yeah. We got Heidi. Nice to meet you, Heidi. Where are you from? Hi there. Yeah, nice to hey. meet you. Uh, um, Canada, Hamilton, Ontario. Oh, nice to meet you. Yes. Yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been watching your videos for, I guess I had first time I'd seen one of your videos about five years ago. Mm. I guess it was... Uh, immersed yeah uh, well we'll be coming back to toronto and stuff we'll be coming back there okay yeah we'll always be on the website when we finally do i don't know when but i used to go to toronto a lot every year yeah. twice a yeah. year yeah yeah I, I have a fondness for a lot of people there so yeah awesome thank you all right heidi thank you yep and there's johannes he's been with us since the beginning of the zooms very wise man for that that decision. Very nice to see you, Johannes. We got Jim. Nice to see you, Jim. I always like hearing you that you're above water. Sounds much better. Yeah. We got Sanda. She's outside now, roaming around. Yeah. Brandon, one of our musical geniuses of Zen Bitchlap. Always a pleasure. Thanks for all the music. We got, uh, I, I have a hard time saying this word, uh, Elizmac. Yeah, we got close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a Zoom name, Elizmac. Oh, all right, good. Well, nice to see back, you. I met you back in 2010 down in the, down in the city. Oh, wow. One of your Saturday wow. meetings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, well, thanks, thanks for having you, us. Uh, we, you came to visit. That's nice. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having it. The message hasn't changed much, has it? Nope, still the same. No. I still listen to those old podcasts. I know. There's nothing new in non-duality. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's Stefan on Having Never Left. Fantastic. JP from Vietnam. Oh, we got Clifford from Chiang Mai. Yeah. We've got uh, Alex, a nice friend of mine from New York. Yes, all as well. Yeah. It's nice to see you. Say hello to Sarah for me. Yeah. We got Tom. Nice to see you, Tom. Debra, Deb, you're getting your uh, healing up from the knee, the knee surgeries. Yes, two months today. Fantastic. Great. Yes, yes. 
Yeah. Thanks for asking. It can't kill you, Deb. <laughs> uh, no, it goes on and on. Yeah, you're just uh, robotic. Yeah. <laughs> we got <laughs> Zlatko, my main man. Yes. Hey, Paul. Like the when it comes to the river, he's the ferryman. I've got to go to the ferryman to get to the river. <laughs> I only brought you to the other shore. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully tomorrow. Okay. All right. Mary G, as always, nice to see you. Yes. A blessing for everyone you run into. Brahmi. Brahmi, a, a one of our Indian folks. Yeah. She's, uh, you're doing okay there, hon? Yeah. Yeah. Well, our, our hearts are with you. Yeah? Yes, for sure. Remember, you're a lifetime member of Zen Bitch Lab. Yeah. We keep an eye on our own. A lazy eye, but an eye nonetheless. <laughs> we got Mike. Nice to see you, Mike. He's horizontal. Good way of hearing the message. We got Mark V with a giant fish on the wall. There he goes. That's the... If you're thinking you're going to get this message, you might as well go fishing. Because at least you can catch a fish. <laughs> George from Mr. and Mrs. Void. Always a pleasure. Yeah. yeah. He's on the, he's the event horizon. <laughs> David W., our, uh, our resident teacher. Very fantastic. Thank you, Dave. We got Susan, Susan H. Yes. Susan looks like a cat that ate the canary. She's got yeah. a very sense of, uh, yeah, wisdom there. Sort of like it. Nice to see you, Susan. Glad to be here. We, we got Joel. Oh, Josh. Josh S. Oh, Josh S. He's another Aussie. Nice to see him. We got Eric from Toronto. Pleasure. Vlad, our Siberian friend. Wow. Vlad, thank you, Vlad, for the donations, too. And everyone else who donates and stuff. And go to hell, everyone else who doesn't donate. How's that? Mm -hmm. um, thank you, everybody. So uh, we have Kaiser. Always a pleasure. You're in L.A. still. Good. Yeah, yeah. We got Chris S. Nice to meet see you, Chris. Yes. Uh, let's see. We've got, uh, that's Josh again. Eric, we got the same squares. Oh, Debbie M. and Alan, one of our main men. James Lebowski, Susanna W., a very lovely friend of mine from this area. Hey, thanks, everybody. What a pleasure to uh, be in all your company. Mm. Very nice. Thank you, Paul. See you guys. Paul. I'll see you uh, everybody. Or not for Thank a week, you, Paul. and then Saturday oh. for Gondor. Yeah. See ya. Bye. See ya.